Herbal rap, all facts about legacy, not stacks. But we take them if you feel that this flow is melanin on the throne. Mad respect to the grown. Pave the way for your seed. Be the spark for that. Head high, foundation built, all stone, no silk. King's queen dipped in black gold, cause you know that drip be status quo. Never that. We the culture, remember that. Herbal rap, what's poppin'? Like grease on that. Welcome to episode two of the Verbal Rap Podcast. This is part two of our discussion about amateur sports. Enjoy. But here's the thing, though. At the same time, back to college athletes, my friends, soon as they could, like, I literally have watched my, like, my, so one of my friends, he had a son in high school. His son grew up at our college. Like, oh, every weekend, his son was, and he did not, we were, we lived in North Carolina. His son lived in Florida. He came up every weekend, and we, everyone raised this child because he could not see his son. So his time, work, 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 sleep, now I want to see my son. As soon as I can, I want to see my son. Yeah. That kept him human. That kept him focused on his big picture, exactly. his why. That's why I brought you food. I didn't ask you to bring me food. <laughs> I already took care of myself right. and fed myself, nourished myself, bought my groceries, cooked myself a meal, loved myself, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. You haven't even eaten today. That's why you right. got food. I got you because food you scarfed down some quick thing that you didn't eat, like you didn't bring yourself nutrients. You feel what I'm saying? Like you gave yourself 50%. I gave myself 100. Mm-hmm. I was and I was here on time. Mhm. But you care about me enough to to tell you that you ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, and First what, I, and I what I'm shit. saying we don't write that from the records. I am shit. <laughs> what I'm saying is, so like, there's a way to balance it. You're right. It's all about balance. And then I had other friends, same way. They season moms literally on the floor of a of a college dorm room because she want to see her baby, and this is the only time they get to spend with each other. Is literally the night before a game. Yeah. And then game time when they're playing, and then a little bit after the game, then mom's got to go back to wherever they're they're yeah. from. Most people, um, you're playing at a D one school. You're you're from out of state. Yeah, you're not. You're nine times out of ten not from that yeah, state, or you, yeah, that like from that city, or that from, yeah, like your family has to travel. That's another thing. What if your family doesn't have the means to travel? Yeah. What if your whole college career, your that happened to that was another one of my friends' thing. His they that's why they only sent the baby. An accompanied minor is cheaper to fly than an adult. So if I'm sending your son here every weekend, I can't myself come. Yeah. You only get a stipend. Some some colleges give their their student athletes a stipend. Uh, yeah. Not all of them. No. Then some of them they make you have to work for it. You only get a certain amount if you have a certain GPA or you whatever. It's like some ramifications really? for it. Yeah. Like and not only that, they might take it away. They might say, well, you. Are you're redshirting this year, so maybe you don't qualify for all your scholarships that you would normally get. Maybe your parents got to come out of pocket for a couple Serious. thousand. It's different types of things going on at college level. That's why it's another full time job to play a sport and be in college. And then you can't even get a job after be like right. You don't have money. the time to get to get a job because you still have to go to all the practices. You still have to. You got to be just as good as the people that are actually playing, even if you're redshirting or even yeah. if you're benched. 
And like, okay, so that's what makes it so easy for like a, I'm gonna use local drug dealer, who <laughs> loves the sport, who loves the college, like you know they're like an outstanding citizen, but like how they make their money is drugs, right? Yeah, okay. Like a kingpin, and they'll just be like, hey, I know you ain't got no money. Here's two thousand dollars. Take Go care. Of, yep. Take care of yourself. Like I know you ain't got no food in your uh, groceries. You and your roommates. I see mm-hmm. what you guys are doing on the field. Here's some money, and then the NCAA is like, well, you can't give these kids money. Like right. we have them on scholarship, and it's like. These kids are hungry. Right. Like, they're hungry, like, not getting what they need they're because literally they have working, no time. They're working out, like, eight hours out of a 24-hour day. Yeah, they're hungry. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got fast metabolisms because they're, they're so active. So it's like, you they need to eat more than the average person. And then you tell them not to take free money. And half and of like, them, like, okay. six feet and up. So it's like, yeah. damn, your stomach is like, you know what I mean? Like, you need to eat. You need to and. It's crazy. But they don't equate that to the same thing going on in society where we're talking. Like, even you bought chips and guac, and that probably cost you literally in L.A. $15. Don't rub it in. I'm just saying. No, it, it did. So imagine yeah. if that's one, like, that's one meal. And it wasn't even a meal. That's it a snack. A snack, yeah. So, like, why is that? Why can't I give you money for food as a college athlete? And here you are as a grown man. And I'm like, damn, I know that was expensive. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Right. It's like that's the same right. thing. Because those those hungry man meals do not leave you satisfied. Like, I, <laughs> Don't eat that. Like know. the thing is, I had a job in college, so I had money coming yeah. through. But it's just like I was still like broke. Yeah, Staffing. everyone's broke in college. Everybody. And it's you drop four hundred, five hundred dollars on books, and then you might not even flip to the third page of that book before the middle of the semester. Yeah. Try to sell it back to give you back seven dollars. I paid four hundred dollars for a French book one semester. Went back to the bookstore, happy go lucky, skipping, thinking I'm about to get at least two hundred for it. They gave me seven dollars. They're gonna go back and flip. Yo, school books are drugs. Like I swear to I God, I could have sold drugs and made back yeah. more money. Like it Easy. just didn't make sense. But Easy. yeah, if I'm especially in these smaller towns, I've definitely seen people that step up and like take care yeah. of athletes. They're like, oh, you don't have cleats? Cool, I'm gonna give you two hundred dollars. Go get the best. Go get the best cleats. Yeah. And then I put I'm putting you on in a sense, and yeah. it's kind of like a unofficial scout in a way. It's like, oh no, you you know you want to talk to me? You actually got to talk to my cut like whomever it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah, your like, Mac Mittens. You feel me? Like whatever. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's weird because it's necessary to get going at times. Like if you're in from an impoverished area and the only thing that you need is the opportunity for someone to see you, like you got the talent, you got the drive, but no one, ha- no one's seeing you. Yeah. The only way you're going to get there is if you have the proper funding, like everything yeah. takes money. This is America. You know what I mean? Exactly. So if you want to go to some all-star game and, and like the registration fee is $50, you don't have $50. You don't even have $5. Yeah. Then you get there, your cleats are raggedy, or your jersey got a hole in it, or you know, you know, all yeah. these other factors. It's like you already don't feel your best. You, you're, you're probably playing against people that, you know, are from all over the state. They're like you said, those outliers, the top ten, two percent of the two percent. Then you're like, Shit, I, don't, I don't feel adequate here. Yeah. So it's like, I wouldn't be mad if someone stepped up and was like, Hey, I'll give you two thousand dollars, get the best uniform, play this game, feel your best. Then when someone comes approach you, you hire me on as your manager, or you hire me on, you know what I mean, or like you just break me off, yeah, Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'd be down with it. As if I was in that situation, yeah, because you're helping me get my dream, like right. So it's like, all right, I'll leverage this, actually succeed, and then get it back to you when I can. Yeah. And you don't think anything of it because it's like, 
shit, if you don't take it, you may not have that opportunity. I, exactly. I'd rather owe you than not take it and then, like, I, I still don't have it. Yeah, because at 16, like, not a lot of people have morals if you tell them their dreams are. <laughs> but, like, True. and that's kind of like going to it. Someone, I was talking with a friend the other day, and there's this quote that was like, nobody's really ugly. They just ain't got money. That's true. They're just broke. And it's just like, I mean, I think that's a little extreme, but. But it's true. It's true. Like There's some very unattractive rich people that have hundreds of people adoring after them because they have money. Because they have money. And it's just like, like a lot of these players, you'd be like, oh, like you were just in the right situation at the right time. Like a lot of Orange County basketball players, you're like, you're not that good. But the fact that you got on the newest LeBrons or you got this situation yeah. or like your whole team comes out looking like an all-star team, like you guys look better than you are. Yeah. And it's just like. But then you see these kids come carrying their, like, school backpack, mm-hmm. like, having to take off their suit, shirt and tie because they go to a Catholic school, just throwing them in there, and then taking off their uniform, playing it, not even stretching, getting out yeah. there. And it's like, those are real hoopers, but, like, you won't look twice at them because they don't have the gear. They don't look like right. a squat. And it's just, you're right. You're right. Like, that's what makes it so weird that you can't pay these kids. Like, you can't give them a living wage. Why can't you pay them, though? It's not you can't pay them. They, they just don't, don't want to. They don't want to pay them because it's easy to make millions of dollars and not have to, or billions of dollars and not have to pay someone for doing free labor is the greatest thing ever. Oh, for sure. And that's all it is. It's So first of all, because I worked in sports marketing, a sports team brings commerce to the college. Yep. So first of all, if, if you play, oh my God, so we had this huge championship game. We literally leveled up. I don't know how, but we actually ended up playing one of the number one teams in the state and beat them in the championship. Everything went crazy. There were fucking press people around the campus. There was like interviews. ESPN came a bunch of times. Like it was just a whole different fight. We're not talking about anything. Mm. So it was a whole different thing. I can bleep it out. (laughs) It was a groupie. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get your autograph. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like it was like a whole different. Beat Kentucky. No. Oh. We didn't play Kentucky. But talk to you. <laughs> Shut up. It was basically an upset. Like oh, it was you went to like UNC Ashford. No, I didn't. Oh, you're right. not gonna. You're not gonna guess. I'm gonna guess this. I'm gonna but anyway, every school in North Carolina. So, but what I'm saying is like, it brought such like we got a new uh, dorm. They built a new dorm from this money. Like extra stuff started happening. It was like, why are my friends still having to stay on campus during the summer because they can't fly home because they don't have enough money. Yeah. Because their families can't afford it. Right. Families are sending them like, yo, this is your opportunity to get out. Like, Yeah. It's like... So what the school does instead is they say, oh, well, you can have free housing for the summer. If housing for the summer is $2,000, I'd rather have that $2,000 in my pocket and I'm on my way home than, uh, than I'm sitting here doing nothing yeah i'll get i'll take that two thousand go uh getting but that's what i'm saying like it's easier to give away free something like you can write it off it's not even free it's something i have that i don't want that i can give to you to shut you up yeah that's what i'm saying it's easier to give that away than to give away cash yeah cash is power yeah it's easier to get it's easier like if you do something wrong to somebody it's easier to pay them off What's, than, to, uh, to, than to apologize. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't always, like, you bring home something, some commodity, roses, yeah. uh, jewelry, 
But if you give them cash, no, now they have the power to leave you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so you give something that you're like, well, you keep it, but the work you're going to have to do to, like, flip it. Like, like these players who got in trouble for selling autographs of their own stuff. They autographed their own stuff and sold them on eBay. Oh, wow, really? And it's like, they got suspended. And I was like, but that was mine. Right. And the school's like, no, well, we gave it to you, and technically, like, it's still ours. You can't give it away for profit. And it's just like, but it's mine. Like, if I sold that and I didn't sell it on eBay, you wouldn't have known what I did with it. Right. It's just that you found out that it was doing on the internet because I, that's where I, that's where the marketplace is. Right. But, like, it's literally, like, I can't, I don't know. It's the NCAA amateur sports in whole is a whole different topic. Yeah, it's a whole different government. It is because there are things that go as long as you can play. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. I had friends. Their literally their GPA was one, <laughs> like not one point yeah. just one. one. That's a t- that's ba- that's barely attendance. You you're still on the you're still on the court. Yeah. And I still remember the day they cracked down on that. Everyone was pissed. Like they they uh I think the I think out of the Oh shit. You went to North Carolina. What your one point nine cheating on the Super Bowl <laughs> score. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Practice. She went to Tar Heel State. Boy. I did it, but I'm a Carolina girl. But I okay. didn't go there. But that's that's common though. Yeah, you will have people that you know shouldn't be playing, and you're like, all right. But they did crack down on it. They were like, all right. So for all the states, all the colleges across, if your GPA is not this, you cannot play. They out of the starting lineup of a basketball team, they seated four people. So imagine if you're of your starting five, I have to sit down four. For Damn. grades. Damn. And I care about your grades on the low, low. Yeah. But I'd rather you be playing right now. Yeah, because that's... That's bling, the money, bling, yeah. Bling. So it's like, like, that's when people started saying something about it. Like, whoa, like, you got these kids. And that's when it came up again about their timing and their scheduling. If I got a freaking, out of a 24-hour day, I'm basically up for 20 of them, I don't have time to focus on my grades. Yeah. I it wouldn't. I, I probably don't school, even know where my classes are. To be honest with you, I was a high school student athlete, and they give you a lot more time in high school. But yeah, grades were not my priority. Yeah, it was like I, I was an average. Like I guess I was just average my whole life. But I was an <laughs> average basketball player. Straight like, C. Yeah, but like school, I was just like I don't care about school enough. I cared about school enough to keep me playing basketball. Yes, and it was just like that was it. Yeah, like I don't. There's another thing, and then like. I still got into college. Yeah. So it was like, all right. Then I did. And then college was like, I cared about school just enough to graduate. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's burning desire. So I can't imagine like someone who's like, well, I came here strictly to play basketball. Yeah. Like I wouldn't football. go to school if I didn't have to go to school yeah. to play the sport that I'm good at playing. That's true. Like who was that? Paul George made a comment about Luka Doncic. He's like the hot rookie in the NBA right now. But he came from overseas. Mm-hmm. He's literally been playing professional basketball in Spain since he was 16, like playing at the top level wow. of professional basketball. So he like, and he's like the youngest ever like EuroLeague MVP and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just tearing up the NBA, taking it by storm. And everyone's like, yeah, because he didn't have to focus on school or anything. Like right. he strictly played wow. basketball. And I probably attributed this to Paul George. It was probably Kevin Durant who said it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it was like. 
he strictly played basketball. Yeah. That's all he did. His time from when he woke up was focused on being a professional athlete. They're paying him to do this one thing solely. He doesn't have to worry about school, yeah. books, like work, great work. Because a lot of people still in high school, they're working. They're, I, I got a job in high school. Yeah. It's just like, nah, like you almost have to be. It's weird. Like, that's why you see like these kids who go to like a place like Duke, mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, well, God. your parents already had money. So, yeah. Like, your main most of the focus, people there are trust fund babies. Yeah, most of your focus is just to play basketball, and if you're good enough to go to the NBA, you've just increased your net worth personally. But like at the end of the day, you you would have been okay had you not had to come here. Yeah, like you're better off. Whereas like a kid who goes to Florida A and M, it's like no, this is your one chance yeah. out. Like you make it here, or or you're done. Or you're done. My uncle played uh, baseball at Duke mm-hmm. on a full ride scholarship. He already had a four coming in from high school because in our family where we're from you go to school you go to the military that's the only way to get out you know what i mean yeah. so it's like if you play a sport that's cool yeah but you gotta have some type of backup because yeah. people get hurt every day so like he was like all right cool i got my 4.0 i'm getting into this school yeah he gets to duke and one he's black yeah he's surrounded by trust fund babies so he's like, okay, so what le- what leverage are y'all giving me? So they dosed him up with some scholarships and stuff, but it's still stupid expensive. So yeah. it's like everything school-wise to him was free. So he just focused on that. He's like, I just maintain my 4.0. Because you, if you come in with a 4.0, you just keep it. You know yeah. what I mean? But if you come in with, say, a, a, a three, uh, the average high school athlete is not pumping out 4.0s, but you come in with, say, like a 2.5. Then in you transfer that to college, you have to do, you're you're a C student, so you got to do B level work to have a C in college. So, if I already had a C in high school, how the hell am I supposed to know how to get and keep a C in college while doing a full time job? While doing a full time job, like that I, doesn't make sense. I was a server in college, and there was days where I was like. Hey, do you want to pick up an extra shift? Or do you want to study for this test? And I'm like... Shift. Extra shift. Like, if I can yeah. make $100 in one night as a college student, that is better yeah. than me studying for this test, which I'm just like, eh, if I mess up, like, my average grade drops down to a C plus, B minus. Yeah. So it's like, no. But you make enough of those decisions, and it's just like, like, I get out of college, and I'm just like... I probably should have studied for that test because I could have got a better job, but you don't think about that yeah. at that time. You're like, just like, you're still young. You're young and you're Your just prefrontal like, cortex is not even developed. <laughs> so you, you're, like, you're, you're not making good decisions. And just like, I, I'll get that money. Yeah. So if you're telling me like, oh, you got to do this thing that, even if someone said, okay, you can go on to be a general manager and make a hundred thousand a year. Okay, cool. Well, what am I going to do with my college degree diploma? Like, if you're telling me I can go to the NFL and coming out at least make a living wage of seventy five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Living, say seventy five thousand dollars is living in Arizona. That carries you a lot further than California. Yeah. So if you're like, I can play for the Cardinals, make seventy five thousand dollars, being on practice squad or whatever. I think they make more than that. They may make less than that. I don't know. But but it sounds pretty good. It sounds way better. Yeah. Like you're doing a job that you would have done anyways, and you're getting paid. And it's like, well, that's the whole reason why we come to college. Right. And but it's like, well, then you should probably do well in school. It's like. For what? Right. It's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Not to mention, if it's really that serious, like if I can't play the sport. So this is another thing. So you got these kids. A lot of them are impoverished. Say they are 
over they a lot of them are overlooked because they don't have the grades. Yeah. So if I'm a recruiter and I'm looking for a top talent, you're damn good, but you got a you got a D average. No one in your family's reading to you when you go home. No one's making sure you do your homework. They're just going with you to your games. Yeah. They're just loving on you because that's maybe maybe you're not from a, maybe your family doesn't know the value of education. So like that's not been instilled in you. So you can't tell me I'm overlooked for the thing that I'm really good at and the one thing in this life that I really want to do because of this one little thing that I've never even had to focus on ever. When I was in high school, back to being a sports-focused high school, you had people that didn't even have to go to class. Like, yeah. Like, if it was game day, you didn't, like, we had teachers, they'd be like, oh, you don't have to show up. Just make sure you're on that field tonight. I'll be out there. Like, that's where I'm looking for your attendance. Like, I there was literally there there were literally teachers that would if a student like if a person didn't come to class they would just call them and be like okay I'm gonna give you your test to Thursday instead like like very passive but that's just how sports centered place have you ever seen the movie Friday Night Lights yeah oh yeah that's it's very passive where yeah. it's like alright <laughs> we don't really care about that other as stuff long as, you as long as you play tenure. the game yeah and so it's like when you come from a lot of people came from that growing up like yeah. I had a friend I'm not like I love him to death he's currently in the process of he got drafted out of college to play uh, in the NBA went to a couple teams had to red shirt a whole different thing he's in the process of getting back on his feet um, playing in a, in the league, he doesn't read very well. He actually doesn't read well at all. Yeah, he's probably he's thirty. He's almost thirty. Probably reading at the level of maybe, maybe like an eighth grader, seventh grader. But that's because he's been playing basketball since that time. So that's when it stopped being about school and people started grooming him to play basketball. That's, that's when he got his growth spurt. Oh, uh-huh. you're six eight. I don't care about history. Yeah. Go out there and play ball. You know what I mean? Like, get out of here. He's also from the hood. So it's like, when you don't have anything constructive to do, you do the thing that you like to do. So he happened to like to play basketball. But all the people from middle school through his college that enabled him because they saw his potential as a ball player, they enabled him to go through that way to not be able to be a high level or even an average level reader. Yeah. Like, it, it's 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 not just one place. It's not just college. It starts early. Like I said, probably like when they start coming around second grade with those those sheets and like, okay, this team plays here, this team plays here. Pick your team, pick your sport. Like it starts then because people start enabling kids to not to not pinpoint the thing that they those other things. They want them to be laser focused. Okay, cool. You want to do basketball, you want to do football, you want to do soccer, whatever. Okay, cool. You can only do those things. You don't need to read this book. We're not reading anymore. We're going to we're going to go out and practice every time you got free time. And it's 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 crazy because when we were in college, me and my me and my college best friend Bree, we both dated athletes as well. So I worked in sports marketing, so she came to all the games and we were both dating athletes. But you see the differences. You see the conversational pieces that are different too because where you would develop certain things you develop at certain stages in your life. Yeah. But if you're only focused on one thing, you miss a lot of other stuff. You miss- so if you don't have good social skills, the only thing that you know how to do, be like, all right, let's play ball. Or like, that's your thing. 
people tend to overlook other things. They're like, oh, well, you, you know, you don't speak too well. You know, you don't, you don't make good eye contact, but you know, when you get on the field or when you, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's all good. You know what I mean? And people that happens. Oh yeah. That happens so often that by the time you get to the NBA or the NFL, I don't care. Yeah. You don't care because you're already your cash cow. Yeah. No one really cares for your overall wealth. Like, I'm actually really glad my parents never were sports parents. Yeah. Like, it's actually a blessing. It was like, if it happens, it happens. If not, yeah, we didn't bring you here to play sports any way. You know, right. like, it was kind of like a... Then you get to school and you're like, my parents never said anything about grades. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what you want, good grades? No. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't care about that. I couldn't, like... I don't even know about that. It doesn't even exist in my world. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, it's... If you're not performing here... Like, yeah. Friday Night Lights kind of, like, blew my mind. When I... As a kid, I was like, Odessa, oh, that's cool. Texas. I was like, that's cool. As a kid, you're like, that's dope. Like, you guys are, like, the best football team, like, your whole... But as an adult, like, as I've watched it going back, I'm like, holy shit. Like, those kids had real-life pressure. Real-life pressure. From that age. Like, y'all going to win the championship this, right, this year, right? And it wasn't it wasn't like a question. It was yeah. like more of a statement. Yeah. Y'all gonna win the championship, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Like, <laughs> or just like anything that happens to you is like it's news. Yeah. I, okay. I, my high school, right? We were, you know, top five in the county and everything. And like by the time we got to our senior year, everybody was like, "Oh no, they just heard that this is a team we've been waiting for. These are the guys." Like we sold out stadiums every time we had a home game or like oh, our local yeah. game. So like we, I kind of knew it was like. People expected, like, yeah, this is what it is. But nobody was ever like, our whole economy depends on you winning championship. <laughs> like, it was never that serious for us. Where it was like, if you guys don't win, this whole town will be depressed afterwards. It was like, because yeah. we lost in the championship game and everybody was kind of like, that's sad. Okay, on to the next. <laughs> like, <laughs> and this is before cell phones became huge. So it was like, on to the next. Like, yeah. nobody was like, oh, we're devastated. But like, it's like you lose, and people are like, "We invested this much into the program, yeah. like da da da." And it's just like the people who are hurt when we lose. It's like the coach and the kids who actually play there. Everyone else goes to their regular lives. Like, yeah. Even like going back to my hometown, and like I coached at my hometown. Like, it's weird having someone who like, I guess I was kind of that guy where it's like, "Look, this is how we do it." Like, I'm teaching you guys the way this uh, program plays basketball. Like, I have pride in it. But then this happens, like, if I go back doing verbal now, like, oh, I'm sponsoring you guys, getting you all uniforms. <laughs> Not because you do anything, but because I want you guys to be the best out there because, you know, I'm a 50-year-old man and I'm a booster of a high school program. Because yeah. if you don't win, my whole life is destroyed. Like, yep. what? Is, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, I, that, and that's life for a lot of people. That's, yeah. Like, so when you're telling me you're like from, like, the basketball turning capital of the world like that's i can it's, only it's a imagine. different mindset it is and so that's why as soon as you put the game on i was like just to let you know just for future reference like yeah. i was like i'm a carolina girl you go to school kindergarten they say what's your favorite color blue they want to know do you like duke or do you like carolina word because it's that serious that's been a long-standing rivalry like it's to me it's like a tv rivalry like it's North Carolina, like that's there are people that don't talk to their certain types of friends during certain games because it's like that serious. They're like I can't even talk to you because you're gonna say something because you don't even like we're rooting for two different people. But 
it's calmed down. Yeah. But like you still feel that because it's that's all there is. There's there's God, there's food, and there's sports. Jesus. So it's like it's different. It's like it's like we don't if you only have if you only have four cars mm-hmm. and those are the only four cars you know, you don't like you're gonna fully develop those four cars. You know what I mean? You're gonna yeah. give them your all. But if you go someplace where there's like look at the eighteen cars, you're like, oh, okay, damn, there's more. But you don't know that you at the time. Know. You can't know. What you right. Don't know. You can't know what you don't know. So it's like, yeah, there are people that are like, okay, you know, um, you know, you 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 have behavioral problems, but you're a really good player. I'm gonna overlook your behavioral problems. I'm not gonna help you. I may, I may try to get you some help, but like, it's very minimal effort on yeah. my part. I'm more so focused in developing you as a player. That's yeah. so very common because I want you to go ca- college level or I want you to go pro so that I can get a kickback on the back. Because you know, people do that, right? Like, oh, yeah. they'll be like, like, you don't, you know, LeBron's coaches from all his life. That's their thing. They're like, they all, I coach LeBron. You know what I mean? They're all going to higher places. Like, right. Because yeah. you add that to your resume. I was LeBron's 10th grade coach or no, whatever. That's true. And like, you're building your resume off these You're building kids, your like, resume off these kids. So if I'm a high school and my high school's great, we don't test that well, we lose in funding, we might not have a good cafeteria, there's probably some roach problems every now and again. But we got a damn good sports program. Don't change everything. That's how I make my money. That's how I make more money to compensate these other issues, too. I mean, we never. I remember my junior year of high school. Was it my junior year or sophomore year? Anyways, I think in my sophomore year, they 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 told us that they didn't have the money for books. So like, we all had a book, but you had to leave the book at school. You couldn't take the textbook home. So you guys could share 30 textbooks. Right. So you had a textbook and you put it under your desk. And before the class left out, the teacher had to check, make sure everybody's book was under their desk again. Cause you, and we didn't have homework because you don't have a book to do the homework in or whatever. So anyways, as we're losing funding, that's when our sports program kicked up. All of a sudden, we get to senior year, we got college level classes and we could, you know, take field trips and stuff. I was like, wait a minute. Like, where's all this money coming from yeah. that we didn't have two years? It, it literally, everything connects, but you don't know those types of things at that time. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Like, but okay, here's a weird thing. Now my high not- school is popping because we got two people in the NBA, f- two former NBA yeah. stars. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and people will be like, oh, yeah, like this – pumps out this school pumps out NBA so like you fund now the they got new programs. coaches it's a whole thing now it's a business and that's the weird thing like yeah. let's not act like college sports isn't a business it is like, it's, it's a total business like the person who put on the Fiesta Bowl not even the championship game for football the, a bowl in Arizona made a million dollars just for being the chairman of the bowl wow. like, so just making sure everything got together he made a million dollars for that and it's just like that is not discounting his work right right because it's like you we don't know to, what happened. We don't know what happened. We don't know who you had to shake hands with or who you had to rub. Like, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's rubbing strangers. But he's doing it because, yeah. like, to make a million dollars, like, you have to do something. Nobody yeah, just gets something happened. Yeah. Something. But it's like, all right, now you got these kids who you're not paying. And they're right. the reason why we're watching this. They're the entertainment. Mm-hmm. But 
we're not paying them. Right. We're saying you get an education, but like their value in it comes from you get the publicity of playing at this highly yeah. publicized event. But that's the thing, like you may or not make it, but you was on the TV. You were on the TV, like for again, it, for the ninety nine point seven percent of those kids, yeah, or ninety eight point seven percent of those kids, that's amazing. Yeah, for that one point three percent, where it's just like, no, you realize we're here because of me. Right. Like, you're riding on my back to get here. Because, like, a lot of sports, one player can change everything. Mm-hmm. You're riding That's on my back. That's what happens, actually. Yeah. So you're riding on this kid's back to get things. And it's just like, but you don't pay him. Or yeah. when he do gives his family some money because they can't cover rent because they've been investing in his coach so he can get to this level. Or it's not even you investing in his coach. Like, the money that we use is to feed this growing child. Yeah. The money that we get. Like, we can't afford to pay our bills regularly. Yeah. Like, and it's not even that we over-leveraged and bought a house. We just too big. No, like, the we economy just, is bad. And yeah, where we and live. we were already shortchanged in it's, the beginning. In the beginning. And so, like, this person comes and helps and is like, all right, your kid has talent. Here's money to cover your rent so you don't have to worry about that to give this chance of breathing, this kid the breathing room yeah. to go do what he does so he doesn't have to go get a job. So we can keep this kid on the right path. Or he doesn't have to be in the streets. In the streets. So it's like... We're literally saving this kid from doing, from messing up what could be, and I wouldn't even call them like life changing. No, you're changing family destinies at that yeah. point. Yeah. So like somebody comes and gives you fourteen thousand. Now it's just intergenerational. Yes, you give somebody fourteen thousand. I'm not gonna sit here and be like fourteen thousand is a little bit of money, but like it's not enough to take away someone's whole future. Right. Like to, for the NCAA to be like, wait, you get like, I know, I have a, and. He got wrapped up in like an NCA investigation that happened, like, and it's like, that's weird. I might cut this out because again, I feel I know how you feel about that name drop. This one, I'm not exactly. It's like it's like awkward. You're like, yeah, like I'm I putting the business it? out there. Yeah, but like, yeah. I know like we're to the point where it's like they were investigating a car his parents bought him, and it's just like, wait, why was this ever an investigation? Like, because this kid, how can, how can you afford that? Yeah, how can you afford that? And it's just like. My parents came up with resources and got this for me. Yeah. And it's just like, it's it's mind-boggling. It's almost like they want you to have that, like, slavery mindset. Like, yeah. you're wholly dependent on us. We are your mother and father. Yep. And we provide for you. If we don't provide for you, You know they don't. signed that, right? <laughs> what? When you go to when you go away, um, the coach signs a, a guardianship yeah, form. Yeah, they're your guardian. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. As a guardian, your, I, your job is to put that player in the best position. Make sure that kid doesn't go no, hungry. No, it's to guard you. See, and that's what's it's weird. Different. That's what's so weird. Like, and I kind of lost my love for basketball coaching. Yeah. Like, especially within the last year, like I got into a situation where like the head coach I was working with before left, so we got a new head coach. And I was like, cool, new beginnings. Let's see what happens. And I hated it more because if a kid is undisciplined, I mean personally, I don't care how good you are, but. I can only help you so much so I realize, like, you don't want help anymore. Yeah. You don't want help. You want... That's just you. That's just you. Like, you want... And the thing is, even worse, like, you're not a basketball player. You want to be famous. You want to be seen so you play basketball. Mm, yeah. So, like, that irks me more. Like, are you here to play ball and get better or are you here just to be seen by girls? Tell me the truth. We can work it out. Yeah. Right, either way. But it became such a thing where, like, you'd have a kid where you're like, you're legitimately a problem you're a terror to everyone it's not even the Kobe Bryant like you're so good but you have no friends yeah it's like you're middle of the pack and 
you're also terrorizing your teammates. And you disrupt everything. You disrupt everything. Like, everything is about you. So it's like, you coach that kid for a while, you coach that kid for a while, so one day you're just like, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. And, like, if I'm the coach of a basketball team, right, and I come to you as a head coach and go, this kid is literally a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, grades-wise, he doesn't do this. School uh, Socially-wise, he doesn't do this. And he's got average. But you're in Orange County, and it's like, well... He's black, so we should keep him. Yeah, he's our and token. He's, and I'm like, nah, bro. Like, you, the kid literally needs help. I'm telling you, as a black man, like this he man, this help. kid needs help. Yeah. But you're telling, talking about like, well, if we kick him out of the program, like, da da da. da. First of all, the streets of aren't that hard. <laughs> like, street, most streets in Orange County aren't that hard. Like, kids will get in trouble. They're the, swept. Yeah. Trust me. But like, kids will get in trouble where they want to find trouble. Yeah. But it's not to the point where you. Let a kid keep getting... Because you're enabling that kid at yeah. that point. And you're not helping them. At all. You're not helping them. Like, the person's like... they're And once a kid realizes that they can play you, by they can play people against each other, yeah. like, they're going to keep they're doing it. They're done. Yeah. Like, yeah. they already know what's up. They know what's up. Like, you have kids and, like, you know, I talked to some of the coaches there now. And even the white kids. Like, a kid will go and tell a kid, fuck you to a coach. He was on a lower level team. Told the kid, coach, fuck you. Under his breath. The coach was like, wait, what did you say? When, like at my age it's like you're either running for a long time or you get suspended until you figure out what you really want to do with your life like we will we will not tolerate that you better and than then, me how to kick the shit out of that kid that, oh my god <laughs> did I kick you kick you like no we would play one on one and you would have been hurt had a spasm but the crazy thing <laughs> is like that kid instead of him getting kicked off he got moved up to varsity and it's just like wait is this and you know what? I'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus. I already said the city. I'll bleep it out. But like, yeah. like it's no, because you're enabling these kids to be terrible human beings, yep. all for the sake of what? Basketball's not life. Like I don't care what anybody says. Like uh, you said it. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's not life in the sense of like, there's a lot of people who make a living off of it. Yeah, for sure. Like when you're a kid, it's like this is all it is. But like, nah. There's like the reason why you play sports really for the 98% of us is to learn how to socialize with other people learn how to respect others like without sports I don't know if I'm that agreeable of a human being (laughs) I really don't like I had to learn through sports like all right because I grew up as the first child so it's like pretty much for the longest time it's like whatever I told my brothers and sisters that's what it was and it was that's what it was it was a bully situation yeah because I was like well that's my parents do to me so I'm gonna do that to y'all yeah like it took me playing amongst my peers to be like, oh no, I gotta like yeah. treat them with respect and everything. It's like learning that helped me, and that's actually lessons I learned because I didn't go on to play the NBA. I'm not getting that some mill check to, but I did learn lessons that carry me further through life that made me a more well-rounded person. Yeah. But if you're not teaching those kids that, and you can look at a kid and legitimately go, you're not going to the NBA. Yeah. Like no one is going to come and enable your bullshit in the real world. You are going to be a problem, like, and you're enabling it, enabling it, like, that shit doesn't work. <laughs> that shit doesn't work. It shouldn't, it shouldn't work, but the way our society's pros, like, Hollywood is full of those people where it's just yeah. like, you it's bring in so much, it's all about entertainment, like, you bring in so much revenue, we don't care if you pee right. on a human being who's not of age. Yeah, I'm talking your ass, R. Kelly. I'm not bleeping that shit out. I mean, you know, actually, the craziest part about it is, speaking of R. Kelly, you can take it and flip it and make more money. Bro, I, okay, so I just read. <laughs> Sony dropped R. Kelly. Okay. 
But guess what the fuck they won't, they won't drop? What? His music. Oh, of course. They're going to keep his music. They're going to keep those royalties. They're going to keep his masters. Yeah. And then make money off of it. For the and rest of his life. For the rest of his life. And he's not going to get any of it because they dropped him, not his music. And it's just like... He'll figure out a loophole to get his money. It's shit. But you want to know something? He's going to spend a lot. Like... He's going to spend a lot of time a, and money trying to get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, he will... He will destroy himself trying to get what he feels is his. He's already destroyed, though. So at this point, if I was his PR person, which I probably, I think he doesn't have one, just from what the things that are happening. Yeah. But I would literally be pounding the pavement. And I'm sorry, but the only way that I see him being successful in that is to slander Sony. I would say, as an artist, like he has to, he has to take him, yeah, he has to take himself out of it. He's like, as an artist, you cannot keep my music that I created, wrote, produced, because he did a lot. He made all that himself. Yeah. Like, he's good. Like, let's not take that away from R. Kelly. He's very talented. He's very talented. But he's at 2% of the 2% where you're just like... He's a shitbag. You're a shitbag, bro. Like, do what you did, but, like, the thing is, everybody ignored it because it was like, damn. Because his music was that good. So good, like... And now, they have to make an example out of him because... Now, I love Michael Jackson, but we all have our things that we do. We don't know what happened with Michael Jackson. Same thing. He was acquitted on a bunch of things. He didn't go to court for a bunch of things. They found out he paid off a bunch of people for some things we're not too sure about. They said some people lied. All types of shit. We don't really know. But if Michael Jackson wasn't pumping out the music that he was pumping out, I feel like they would have gotten to the bottom of things a lot faster and a lot a lot more, a lot quieter, too. Like, it yeah. wouldn't have been so many scandals mixed in there. Yeah. The thing with R. Kelly was... He, people were coming out speaking out against him and he would drop an album and then that person would disappear like you know what I mean like yeah. you just wouldn't hear about because them because album make so much money that he paid more right and then you're so engulfed in the step in the name of love and you're like whoa who who said something about R. Kelly nah this is the video I'm just like, like you know you, well, let's not talk about that you yeah. know what I mean you, you have a overlooking mentality when there's something good to look at about it you why look at why look at the ugly avocados on the shelf when you can look at the good ones and just be like, okay, well, you know, I'm eat this one. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't care that he's out here literally peeing on people yeah. and raping people and manipulating people and kidnapping and sexually assaulting and whew. As long as he dropped, because I was like... He did a lot. He did a lot. And, like, it's funny because the whole Ch- uh, Chappelle skit, right, happened when he was going through his court case, right? And that Chappelle skit was like, dog, R. Kelly out here peeing on people. Mm. But you want to know what he dropped right after that? What? Trapped in the closet. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was like... And it went away. You don't even... Went, you don't remember the like, skit. Like, you literally put that thought out of your mind. Out of your mind because that music is just like... And he had like 85 chapters. And I knew people that knew every word to all the chapters. After six, I was just like, oh, this is garbage. But the thing is, yeah, you couldn't it got, stop watching. It got weird, but you still were invested. You, you were, were like, I need to know. What's I happening? What's happening? I'm and, trapped in the closet. And the thing is, like, <laughs> at the end of it, you were so mad about trapped in the closet. Like... You forgot R. Kelly was peeing on people. You did. Like, it was just like, oh, we got got. Yeah. We really got got. And the thing is, like, at the point, at some point, you just don't care anymore. Like, I think the thing also is he had a strong intro. When R. Kelly first came out, he was smart. He played in the background. He put out Aaliyah. He was like, I ain't about to say nothing. I'm going to let her do all the talking for me. He was writing her songs, AJ number to number. Yeah. Like, like what? Wait yeah. a minute. 
Yeah. Hold up. Like, if you think back at his entire career, you're like, whoa. Then he even had a song. So when he first, before he even got signed, he was with this group. I forgot the name of them, but they came out with the song Vibe. It's like, you got that vibe? But it's literally talking about how he you meet a person and you just know that they're the person. But it's like, once you connect all the dots... Oh, it's very creepy. Yeah, it's it's, creepy. it's past creepy. It's like... That's past creepy. No, no it's, it's weird. And to think, like... You know what's crazy? I never heard of R. Kelly. I'm sure he had a great career before. Like, like an upcoming career, but I didn't hear of him till Space Jam. With the I Believe I Can Fly. That was... Okay. That was his break. That was his crossover breakout song. That was. But he's been doing something before Before, before I Believe I Can Fly, though, he he did... Um, damn, he had another song. He basically did the song that got him to do I Believe I Can Fly. Okay. And that was the song that people were like, huh, I like this R. Kelly. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like, he was then crossing over. When he did that Space Jam, okay, just to be honest with you... So I don't. I think this is across America because I had like another person say this the other day on Facebook, and I was like, "You didn't even go to school in the same state that I did, and yeah. you had the same experience." When you graduated from elementary school to go to middle school, that was your song. Yeah, you sang that song. Yeah, we sang it in sign language too. Damn. So like we good. like I believe I can fly. Like you did the whole thing. I love how you. I wish y'all could see what she just did because she had the whole. Because I, re- I will never forget it because literally we practiced this for weeks and we listened to the song. It's, but it's like we were nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like you don't know these things. And then same thing, Space Jam is like so big. So you're like, R. Kelly's lit. You know yeah. what I mean? He came out with like, if you listen to <laughs> Honey Love, the video is him literally pouring honey. <laughs> It's just so inappropriate, and it's like you weren't paying attention. Nobody pays attention because the beats are fire, right? Beats are fire, like it was so good. No, like music artists get away, like in fact, entertainers get away with so much because they're distracting us, like because they're entertaining. Look over here, but I'm doing this shit over here, like yes, like magician. Magician, they're very much magicians, like and you're just like, oh, like if someone says like, oh, this happens, like I'll be like, I need proof, Mm -hmm. but then again, it's like. I wouldn't hold it past them. Right. Because you don't know, know anybody. You don't know anybody. Like, I don't know if somebody gave me at, I'm 31 now. If somebody gave me at 26 more than a million dollars to do whatever the hell I wanted, I don't know what I'd do after I got jaded. Like, after, like, there's a time where you're just like, oh, I'm fresh to this, like, da da da, take care of the fam, and all this. But after a while, like, you just become numb to certain things. So, yeah. you, like, you just join, like, one of these things that just gets chicks from Russia and just, like, <laughs> Uh, do I have a bid for 5000 5000 I'm bored of shit. Like, right. You, don't you become it, numb. You become numb to it. Yeah. And you're just like, wait. And then people start telling about it. And you're like, wait, I'm not a monster. This is just life, you know? Yeah. And just like, I see other people doing it. But like, it happens. It really does happen. And then until you like step back and be like, oh, that's wrong. Crazy thing about R. Kelly. R. Kelly's never been like, yeah, I did something wrong. Like, because it'd be dope. Like, because he, to him, it's not. And then they even went back. They were like, oh, well, he was abused when he was a child. And so it was like, it was like a generational thing. Exactly. So then it's like, now they're unearthing like cobwebs in the family. And it's like, now we're talking about like the fact that we don't talk about mental health in the black society and the black community. And then we're talking about how we don't, we don't talk about sexual predatorism in black families whatsoever. No, no one ever tells you. My cousin, and I'm not trying to drop any names, but my cousin had a, has an uncle 
who was arrested and went to jail for having sex with an underage girl. When I used to go to my cousin's house, my mother did not tell me anything, and I'm not saying this is any fault of my mother or anything of the sort, but my mother simply said, you know, don't go in any rooms with him. And that's all she told you. And that's all she told you. It was the end of the conversation. It wasn't until we were in high school that I happened to say something about something. She's like, yeah, you know, like them young girls. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And it's like, it's almost like a side conversation, but like never enough to be like. Direct. Yeah. Yeah. No, your uncle's a predator. Like, don't be around him because like, you may not, it may not end well for you. Right. And have you seen the movie Antoine Fisher? Yeah. Antoine Fisher's, what was that, his aunt? His aunt yeah. was sexually abusing him. Was his aunt or like his older cousin or something, older, something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. But it's like, he literally had no one to tell. You know yeah, what I mean? Because you don't, because it's not a conversation. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, how do I talk about the thing that I don't know what I'm experiencing with you? And even R. Kelly's brother was like, that when he was like, that didn't happen to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, that didn't happen. And when you're little, you're like, well... Okay, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like yeah. maybe maybe it didn't, or maybe it's okay, or maybe I just shouldn't talk it's, about it. It's easy to convince kids, like, nah, what you're going through isn't what you're going through. Right. Like, and Because we even do that when they fall. We're like, you'll be all right. Yeah. They're bleeding and shit. You're just crying. And you're like, no, no you're, yeah. you're, get up. You're or fine. Be tough about it. Yeah. Like, figure it out. Like, that shit is like. It's weird. I do that to grown adults. I'll be like, nah, you figure it out. Yeah. But then you don't know what that grown adult went through as a kid, where it's like where their child comes into play, and you yeah. have to always factor in how they grew up, how they, what their life circumstances were. But at the same time, they can't be mad at R. Kelly because some from what nineteen ninety two, everything past that, he was in the public eye, and nobody said anything. And the people that did say something, they were shut down. The lady, his ex wife, that is the main that was the main defendant in the first trial was she went on she literally was like all right i'm gonna do this i'm not afraid of him anymore she stepped up won the trial and he got acquitted they dismissed the whole thing yeah and then Money. and then no one even talked to her about it again it wasn't until lifetime picked up the movie now and she was on uh jada pinkett's smith's red uh, red table talk and she was like i've been saying this stuff yeah for years She's like, I've been saying this for years and nobody listened to me. That's the thing, like, nobody wants to listen to, like, when I was in college. It's weird. It's, everyone becomes a, or uh, will believe a victim if the victim is more popular. Yeah. So I went to a party in college and I'd never experienced anything like this. It was like a shock. I just remember a girl coming outside she comes downstairs from a it was like kind of like condo setting area we're at one house she went to the next place and she's like crying like hysterically she's like I just got raped I got raped and everybody's like wait what what happened so she's telling the story and she's like I got raped and so the girl's telling how she was sleeping in her guy's friend's bed Mm -hmm. who she was trying to you know kind of seduce but what happened is Everybody had been drinking. Her friend, her the guy's friend, actually went into the room, mm-hmm. had sex with her, and she didn't realize she had sex with the wrong guy yeah. until afterwards. afterwards. Until he went to the bathroom, turned on the light, and everything. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, like that wasn't consensual." And the problem was, it wasn't that like it was like, okay, maybe it's just a misunderstanding. Or everything like she's telling the story to women, mm-hmm. and she's not that attractive. 
and everyone's like, uh, who would rape you? Right. And these are women saying this. Like, yep. I'm looking at women saying this, and, like, I'm just kind of sitting there, like, yo, I'm 18 years old, like, coming from Orange County, like, never seeing anything like this. And yeah. I was like, well, who would rape you? Like, da-da-da-da. And it's like, girl, you wanted to get fucked. Like, da-da-da, what was you doing in his room? Literally. And it was like, and I looked back on that, and I was just like, yo. But that's the thing, like, and I still to this day can't say, like, what the situation was, because it was like, well, you put yourself in the situation, but it was like, it wasn't the, like, if I say I'm hungry, mm-hmm. and the lights are off, you feed me a bowl of dog shit making it smell like spaghetti. If I, oh, turn on the lights, and I'm eating dog shit, like, I'm upset with you. Yeah. So it's just like, but the thing is, like, I didn't know. I went into it willingly under false pretenses. Is, yeah, which is illegal. Illegal. But that's the thing, like, it's like, well... And then people were like, well, what were you doing in dude's bed? Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have been there. Like, I'm drunk. I'm taking a nap. And that's the thing. And I fall asleep all the time drunk. That's what I'm saying. And <laughs> Random like, places. That's not a, that's, it. either way, if it's, if I'm under false pretenses, it's not okay. It's not okay. Because the thing is, like, she was even saying the guy's name, her, who she thought she was sleeping with. And the guy just comes like, mm. Like, yeah. Like, if you start calling me John, I'll be like, mm. While right. we're doing it. And then you'd be like, Ugo? <laughs> like, oh, oh! You, you know saying Ugo the whole time. I thought right. you were screaming out my name. Like, oh, like, I thought that was you. That's my middle name. Yeah, like, no. And it's just like, whoa! Like, and I look back on it, and I feel guilty knowing that I didn't do anything wrong, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. And it's just like, but that's the whole thing going back to the R. Kelly thing. Like, people didn't want to believe her because everybody was like, "Oh no, that guy, he's cool. Like, yeah. we know him. He's in our fraternity." But like, who would believe you? Yep. Like, who would want to rape you? Like, you don't look that attractive. It's just like, right? yo. I and you're not as big as this person. As this person. It's just like, no, that person's still a human being. Like, it's, I don't know. Little things, like, fuck with me like that. Yeah. And it's just, that, it, that goes back to this R. Kelly thing. Like, she's been saying this this whole time, but it was just like. No one listened. No one cared. listened. Yeah. Did we? Like, and the thing is, that also Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were women saying it. But it was like, nah, Bill Cosby kind of bringing in a couple bees to our accounts, like straight bees, like not a couple bees, yeah, straight, straight bees. bees, like in a, a in a sweater. He's like, bro, doing the putting <laughs> jello pudding pop dance and everything, like. And to this day, I'm still so. I'm not saying that it didn't happen, but, and I'm not saying I love Bill Cosby, but I definitely love Heathcliff Huxtable. That's what I'm saying. Like the character he played was yeah. so good. You I can't disassociate the two. You can't. Like, if you told me to stop watching the Cosby show because of what Bill Cosby did, I couldn't do it. I, like, I, 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 I can't. My, it's just, it doesn't even exist to me like that. It doesn't. Players are not just players anymore. They're entertainers. Yeah. So they, they not only just play on the court, but no, normally they have a franchise. They have some type of businesses on the side. They probably are involved in some type of sporting like they coach other people like Kobe you know what I mean like they have other ties to the community so we can't be like uh you know you gotta stop doing that one thing that you do and just focus on these other things that you do you know what I mean like no one's gonna be the person to come up and do that yeah and even the people that were in the documentary they were saying like his whole team knew what was going on because who's the person that's gonna be like yo you gotta chill yeah nobody and then if you do the only thing he's gonna say is get out yeah. Like, so yeah. I still am not. If, <laughs> Sorry, I was like, Lonzo Ball rolled his ankle. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> yeah, I scared myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were shitty on yourself. <laughs> 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 I couldn't catch it. <laughs> oh, my God. No. But yeah, I mean, 
I'm just going to tell you to get out. And I'm going to hire somebody that's going to be okay with me doing whatever I want to do. Exactly. And you're going to enable them because you don't want to miss these checks. Right. These checks are coming in. You'll never see checks like these again. Not to mention the checks are coming in and I didn't have to do anything. I, I just was, I was here keeping my mouth shut. They were, the lady was saying like, she was like, his team would like buy the plane tickets. Like, you know what I mean? Like basically arrange the whole thing for him to have sex with these underage girls. So imagine if out of a 80 hour work week, you worked three hours and all you did was click buy now for like a first class plane ticket. That your lifestyle is definitely changing. Yeah. Like I, people have sold, they're sold for less. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, damn. Yeah, and a lot of times it's women. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, Or even so, I think the mindset is not just of women, but like weak people. Weak people. You got to get the weak Because people. like if I'm a weak woman and you're like back to the, the person that was like, you're not ugly, you just don't have money. If you walk up to me and you're ugly, you're ugly. And I'm just, if I'm not attracted to you, I'm just I'm not, not attracted, attracted to you. Yeah. Right. I don't care how much money you have. Like, exactly. that's regardless. But that's, I'm a strong minded person. Yeah, exactly. If I'm weak minded, I'm like, oh my God, you're my way out. Oh my God. We can, I'm not gonna say, okay. So I had a friend. Mm-hmm. She's no longer my friend. But she was a fucking gold digger. Yeah. And like, I don't care what we were doing, I don't care where we were going. It was all about trying to bag like a rich dude. And it was like, we, we, she met this guy. She, I don't even know how they met, but she was like, oh, come over, you know, to his place with me and chill. He, he has a friend, you know, like, we'll all chill. We're all hanging out. Me and this guy were literally like actually vibing. Like, yeah. we actually had a lot in common. Like, we were good people. So I'm like, she didn't like him. She yeah. she was just like, I met this guy. Come over, hang out, whatever. We're going to smoke. We're all smoking, having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he and I, like, were into, like, Marvel. And, like, we were just talking about... We were talking the entire time. Like, she's on her phone doing gold digger shit. Don't even know. So her next bag. Right. So we leave, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's so dope. Like, he's awesome. Like, I, like, I really want to hang out with him. I was coming from the most genuine place. She was dead ass, like... And this is this is what I was like. I was like, like he's so dope. Like we're gonna like I don't even know what I said, but it was basically like, like, like I'm a like I, I'm gonna like let him know that I like him. Some shit like that. I don't even know. She did not care until I said that, and she was like, "Well, no, I like him." Talk. No, you don't. Yeah, he just happens to be rich. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like you don't care about him. Like you don't even talk to him. You have nothing in common. A week later, then she does. She lost his number or some shit. Like whatever. Like so nonchalant. But it's like I stopped talking because I was just like, we're not on the same level. Like you're yeah. a weak-minded person. Like you don't even see him as a person. You yeah. see him as a check. Yeah. And then I guess he just wasn't feeling that about her because that's how they stopped talking. But it's like. You have people like that floating around the world, and then social media does not help it. No, it does not. It doesn't help it at all. People have unrealistic expectations. People have unrealistic ideals, and they see these other people doing these things that they themselves, they wouldn't necessarily think to do those things, but they see somebody else doing it, and that's when they want to do it. Yeah. And it's like, I can see how a 17-year-old girl or a 16-year-old girl can meet a 30-year-old man who's very well-known, who's very talented, who's very charismatic, can be enveloped in that. Not only that, but if I 
when you're going through those ages, you're you're more likely to rebel because you're trying to figure out who you are in life. So if I'm trying to hang out with you and every step of the way you have a whole team that helps me hang out with you that I don't even have to worry. I feel privileged. I feel privileged. I feel like this is dope. Right. Hell yeah, I get to catch a flight. I get to go travel here and go here and do these things that I want to brag to my friends about. And I'm with a multi-million dollar talented uh, performer. Yeah. Why wouldn't I go do that? Shit. Hell, I'm going to call my mama on the plane. Girl, guess I'm hanging out with R. Kelly. Right? Like, what? Right? Like, and, like, it, think, it makes perfect sense. It makes sense. And then the person, the thing is you're like, and all I have to let you do is pee on me. Or even like be involved with you in some way because some of them were just like when he came to town he hit them up you know what i mean like it could be even less than that you break me off some money and my family doesn't have much and you know what i mean like it could it's just like so many different things it's like i've seen like people have sold people sell their children for for less you know what i mean like that's still very commonplace in a lot of countries and it's still in america too like people sell their children but if you told me like I'll give you twenty thousand dollars and that was a lot of money at that time. Yeah. And all you gotta do is be ready when I call you. Give me twenty thousand dollars now. Right. Like you might I might think about something. <laughs> and I'm not minded. I, I might think about something. Throw that ass in the circle, like, all right. And I, I mean, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you if your parents are struggling and someone offers yeah. you this one time sum of that amount of money. Or multiple times, because it went on for years. Years. There were people he was with for years. Yeah, and it's just like, we were talking about it, and it was like, did these people just come out because their checks finally ran out? Like, their money wasn't coming through. And it's not to say what what was happening to them wasn't correct, right? Right. But it's like, you finally stopped saying something because it wasn't beneficial to you anymore. That's when you speak out against it. That's what the ex-wife was saying. She was like, he never paid me. Yeah. I was there willingly because after a while it is a cycle. You it's get trapped in the mental syndrome. Yeah, like you're you're trapped in the mental cycle of the abuse. So you're like, okay, you yell at me, you hit me, but you know, I really actually like you. Yeah. Because I've shared my vulnerabilities with you. Maybe you pillow talked and shared some vulnerabilities with me, but you're still a fucking monster. You're so crazy. Yeah. But I don't see that because I'm trying to see the good in you, which is a thing that humans do. We try to fix things and solve problems and change and correct, even if it's not, like, that's... Not good for us. Whatever, you know? But at the same time, if I'm young, I don't even understand that concept that that's not okay. Like, oh, you'll change for me because I changed for you. Like, that's how kids... That's how... They're kids. That's how kids think. You know what I mean? That's not how it works, though. Yeah. And so, like, he's still the person at fault. Yeah. You're still a grown-ass man from jump. Regardless if you were developmentally or not, you were in the public eye, and if you knew that you weren't making good decisions, you as an adult, for your own personal well-being, and he might not have loved He obviously didn't love himself enough to care to think that deeply about it, but yeah. I would have been like, bro, I think I need some help. Like, I'm not okay. I'm not yeah. doing things that are okay. But that's the thing. If you're getting away with it, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's, o- it's okay. everything's okay until you get caught. Exactly. Like if everybody around me says that doing this is okay, mm-hmm. and that's what happens. That's what it is. Like if you enable me, it's okay. It's like it's like a child. Yep. If you don't discipline that child early on, they're gonna do some wild shit mm. that 
is uncontrollable, but it's not okay in another situation that you couldn't discipline them on. And then now their society's dealing with them on such a different level that, like, look at R. Kelly. Had someone been like, nah, nigga, like, what you're doing is not okay. If everybody had stood up and said, what you're doing is not okay, like, we will all abandon you, you will have nothing. Yeah. Like, you maybe start to stop something, but, like, if not, like, what are we talking about? Right. Like, you guys let him do it for so long that, like, that's his normal. Yeah. That is his this normal. This is his typical Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> and there's nothing you can say to that man other than sort of, like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Because the only thing you can do is say, I'm leaving. And he'll say, all right, cool, I'll give you your last check. All right. And that's it. And if you were really good, you would have already had his account information. And you could have been taking money the whole time and you wouldn't have to worry about it. You wouldn't have to. That's the thing. I'd have been like, uh, let me get your routing number while I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> nobody thinking like that. At the bank, then added myself as a beneficiary. Like, <laughs> Everything. Like, nobody what? thinks like that because it's like when you're when you're getting taken care of, you, you like it. No, yeah, you have no sense to like want to do for yourself. That's why, like, I think the biggest trip for a lot of college students who have like a quarter life crisis mm. is you go through this whole stage of like. All right, mom and dad are taking care of me. Mom and dad are taking care of me. Then it's like in college, you really have no cares. Yeah. And then you get into the adult world, and there's no prep in that last year, last year of college. All. Like it's like maybe you pay a couple bills here and everything, but if you mess up, mom and dad can cover it, or like school loans to take care of it. But the Wait. real world hits you, and you're, and you're just like, I'm not doing what I wanted to do in life. Like I'm having to be a uh, in a restaurant cleaning dishes just to make rent for this apartment that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Because they told me my degree would take care of this, and like you have this breakdown, and it's just like yep. life isn't what anyone told me. Like, nah, like you got so used to this way of life that no one prepared you for. Nah, shit's gonna go bad. Yeah. And when shit goes bad, this is what it's like. This is what you have to do. Yeah. And you don't figure that out early. A lot of people don't figure that out early on, and yeah. then you have like, but that's when someone's taking care of you, it enables you not to like do for you. Right. That's why, like, if another grown man is wanting me to fix all his problems, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, it'll hurt you in the short term, but you'll be better for it in the long run. I'll even yeah. do that with kids I coach basketball with. Like, I'd be like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I will throw you into fire so you can figure it out. So the day I'm gone, you can at least be like, oh, yeah, I did learn this. I know how to stand on my own, too. I don't have to look back over my shoulder every time to get approval yeah. from XYZ so I can go. Or double check with you every time I want to do something every time I want to do something like I tell my kids like like my point guard used to come to me all the time be like coach what do I do like we practice it so much what do you think you should do figure it out yeah. like I'll let you I'll lose games but as long as like you gotta think long term like if I'm varsity coach obviously it's like now nah, we gotta win now but as a <laughs> JV or freshman coach like no lose these games now so when you get into those situations where it actually does matter and people are watching you're not scared Yeah, you're not scared and like the thing is, and then or someone who wants to control you will always want to do that stuff for you, so you become dependent on them. Yeah. And then when they leave you, you're shell shocked. Yep. Like those girls who he kept for that long, they don't know what to do with their lives. So lifetime was like, here, take a couple of thousand, tell us your story. Like that's their or, next bag. Or even help with, us bring them down. Yeah. Or, or even with him, it was kind of just like, well, I'm gonna manipulate you. And I'm gonna beat you down so mentally so that you only know how to survive, like how to help me. Yeah. Like you only know to do the things that I like to do. Yeah. And so you have no life skills because every time I come to town and I call you, you need to be ready. You need to be so ready. you don't need to have a job. Yeah. So you don't have a job. You don't have job skills. You live in an apartment that I pay for. 
I know the exact address because I want you to be ready when I call when yeah. I come into town. Like it's like you leave people needing you more. Yeah. And that's how you become a master manipulator. Yeah. Like I honestly don't like people who need me. I don't. And it's not I don't like them. I love people. I just I, I like self sufficient people. Exactly. I can't survive that way because it's like I'm so independent. I can't have another person just leeching. No. It just it's weird. I just remember like. When I was in college, my mom was like, it was like my freshman year, my mom was like, you need to get a job. Like, my parents were taking care of most of my bills. They were like, my mom was like, you need to get a job. And ever since, she wouldn't like yell at me, she'd be like, no, you know, like mother does, you need to get a job. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, no, just focus on school. My mom was like, you need to get a job. <laughs> so one day, I went out and got a job. Yeah. My dad was like, I prefer you focus on school, but I was like, I was, a, I was a C student before, like, yeah. that C ain't changing, like, no matter if I'm <laughs> I like, got this. I got it, right? And it's just like, now, had I not gotten that job, I don't know if I, granted, it still didn't work out perfectly, I still wasn't covering all my bills, but it's just like, it kind of gave that, like, no, you can't depend on yeah. something to support you all the time, because, like, that thing you depend on, eventually, at some point, it's going to fall out from under. Yeah. Like, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, because when that happens, like, you have nothing to fall back on. Yeah. And I, yeah. Which goes back to why athletes have to have friends and family. True. They can't just be pounding it out, doing that one thing that they do. They have to be well-rounded. True. Because you lose your mind doing that one thing. Like, if I did verbal all the time, right. I'd go you, crazy. You go crazy. You go crazy. You have, have to, to be, be able to take that walk on the beach. You have to be able to be like... Oh, cousin, like, let's go get some food or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? But if you don't have those social skills because you've been doing that one thing and you've been locked away in there, like Dexter in that laboratory, like, you come out and everyone's, like, normal. And to you, they're weird because they don't do the things that you do. Fire, fire. Hey, thanks for listening to part two of our discussion about amateur sports. We like to discuss many topics within the main topic because this is a real conversation. Make sure to check out part three of the discussion on the Burble Rap Podcast. And remember, say less, be more.